What's good, everybody? It's your boy Cameron Schule, and thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Only Goodbyes podcast established 1993. Today, we are going to be talking about a few things. Uh, I got some great updates in my life, um, got some new energy in my life. It's going to be great, optimistic, uh, but we are going to be recapping week two of the NFL. Uh, obviously, we have a game tonight, or I think a few games tonight. Um, that being said, we're going to recap some of the games that I felt well, I wanted to watch the most. I haven't actually watched all the highlights just yet, so we're going to go over the Cowboy game, which was mm, fantastic. Uh, we're going to go over the Cleveland Browns game, mm, fantastic. And then we're also going to go over the Chiefs and Ravens, mm, fantastic. NFL is coming out this year, yo. They are playing, every game seems to be more offensive oriented. The defenses are more defenses that we thought are going to be struggling aren't. The ones that we thought would be struggling are doing or thriving right now, doing pretty well. So, three games that I kind of want to go over. Let's go over the first one that I got to watch. So Saturday we went to the Abilene Zoo. Uh, took Indigo, uh, my wife and my mother-in-law, and we went to the Abilene Zoo to go feed the giraffes and the animals, and it was a great time. Hot as hell by the end of it, but, you know, that's what you get for going in middle of September. Thanks a lot, global warming. Um, but it was a good time, and I and that was the Tech game. So that was on Saturday, so that wasn't the NFL. I guess we could talk about a little bit of the Tech game. It was FIU. They dominated. They should have dominated, 54-21, I think. So not really anything to talk there. Uh, kind of slow start. They've been doing slow starts throughout the season. We'll see how it progresses uh, now that Big 12 play is about to start. But, um yeah, so we, we got back on Saturday and watched the Tech game, and then yesterday I was like, hey, let's look at the schedule and see what games we can actually watch on our cable television or Peacock, and uh, I was like, okay, we're going to watch the Browns and Texans because I'm a Browns fan. I like Baker Mayfield. I like Odell, even though he's injured. I like Jarvis. Hopefully he's not too injured now because he came down with a knee injury. Um, I like the swag that their defense, Miles Garrett, brings. I just, I like, I like Cleveland. I, I just, I like them personally. Um and it was a great game. Uh, Cleveland was taking on the Houston Texans, who Tyrod Taylor has been balling from week one, okay? After all those teams, I thought he his spot was going to be with the Chargers, but when they punctured his lung, I almost was like, uh, dude, what? You're not supposed to be doing that. You know, you're like, you're supposed to, that's what, okay, that's a prime example, right? Someone's getting paid big bucks to handle and maintain the health and fitness and wellness of these athletes with or without injuries, doesn't matter, right? They're professionals. They went to college. They studied. They did their hours in the in the field, all that stuff. And yet, this man, one mistake, punctures a man's lung, affects his career so much so that Herbert takes over. That's what initially what they're going to do. And then he gets traded. Okay. And now there's my concern with chiropractors or doctors. You catch them on a bad day, catch them on a slip up. Your life is now in their hands. I don't know if I like that. Um, and, and so, you know, I want I got to trust my doctors 100%, and that's what athletes typically do, and when that happens, it's just sad. So Tyrod Taylor goes to the Houston Texans after leaving the Chargers, and uh, week one, balled out. Balled out. I mean, they dominated. I think they beat Jackson by like 35 points, something like that, right? Um, Then yesterday against the Browns, playing very well in the first half, sticking with the Browns, 14-14 all the way through, and then... He gets injured, hamstring, out for the rest of the game. Baker Mayfield says, all right, time to play. Defense, you got a backup quarterback. Go after him. We're going to be aggressive and go score. And that's what they did. They took it to him and won the game fairly handily. Um, good game, though. 
good solid game. I enjoyed watching it. I like what Baker Mayfield was doing. I did not like the fact that he tried making a tackle after throwing a bad interception um, and then instantly got a stinger on his shoulder. I'm like, dog, be Tom Brady. Take the L on that one. Don't be the one that's trying to stop the tackle. He made the play. He was in the middle of the play, but I mean, inevitably he would have been stopped. So, Sparta played for the quarterback there. Would have been nice. Um, yeah, but all around, I mean, good coaching. Uh, there was a little, you know, in the beginning when you have Tyrod Taylor, and he's here's the thing about quarterbacks that I've seen. The best quarterbacks are the smoothest quarterbacks, right? Now, there are some, you get your Johnny Menzel's out there in the college that are like, eh, wiry and kind of like scats and going all over and energy's high and they're motivated, you know, or a Kyler Murray just moving, moving, moving and has the skill set to finish those kind of plays or a Patrick Mahomes. But the ones that are just whew, smooth. All right, I know my, I know the game plan. Two AT. Those are the most impressive quarterbacks to me. Where it's you make a pump fake, which I'll get into the Cowboys because it was an example. Dak Prescott made a pump fake on one, had Coop made the cornerback bite big time, and then he flew right and he had an opportunity, but instead he took his middle because he knew it was going to be open in the middle by his tight end. Took that down, smart play. Um, but that kind of you know you know the game plan so well, you know what the defense and, and their uh, their play plays are going to be, or necessarily their their. Um, what they're calling out there, 4-3, 2-3, all this stuff, man. You know where your linebackers are going to be, each cornerback position, backups. Those are the smoothest quarterbacks in the NFL, and they're the most impressive to me. And I think Tyrod Taylor, after he comes off this hamstring injury, is going to be something like that for the remainder of his career. I just have a feeling could be off on that one. Um, well-rounded game, Browns dominated. Second game of the day was the Dallas Cowboys going to the L.A. Chargers. Uh, and it was, uh, looking at their brand new stadium, $8 billion. Holy shit. I couldn't believe seeing this thing. Like it was monstrous. Even like the, the seats have leather backs and stuff on the like bottom rows. Even the nosebleeds are so close to the middle screen. That's a circle in the middle of the field that like you could just watch the game from up there. It's not even a big deal. Like it's an impressive, impressive stadium. Cowboys started off strong. Dak was strong with that game. Uh, surprising though. Charge, well, not surprising. Herbert's a bad dude. Like, he's going to be a good quarterback to, for years to come. But um, the Cowboys' defense played better than they normally have in past years, like they did the first week in week one against the GOAT, Tom Brady. Um, and they they got a few takeaways. They Offensively, Dak read the, uh, the defense very well through one pick, um, had a high quarterback rating, um, did its thing. Zeke. Got one touchdown. Pollard got one touchdown. There's obviously questions right now in the NFL or in the Cowboys. I imagine there's some questions out there in Cowboys fans as well as inside the building there with what they want to do with Zeke and Pollard. Pollard's more productive right now. Zeke is not. But it's weird. It's like Pollard will get three plays, three great blocking plays on a run and go for 25, 35, 45, or even a touchdown. And then they'll keep running the ball, but they'll swap out. And by the time they swap out with Zeke, they're on their second down here or their second set of downs, right? And Pollard's already come in and done most of the legwork on that. And so instead of passing, they'll keep the run game going. They put in Zeke. Well, the defense now goes, we got to adjust. Once they make the adjustments, Zeke's only getting two, three yards. And his normal play of trying to get to the outside with these cornerbacks and these ends on defensive side are faster than they ever have been. So his speed is either going to need to pick up to try to get there, or he's going to have to try to figure out how to be a Pollard and be hesitant and wait for those gaps a little bit longer because um, right now he's what he's trying to do is do that booby miles shit where he goes left, sees it, and he's going to try to make a special play and come back, and he's losing. I bet he's averaging five yards a carry. You know, he did get a touchdown, which was nice, uh, but he's got to 
I think there's going to be some questions here with what Zeke is going to be doing next. Um, Cowboys played really, really well. Came down to the wire, though. Herbert ties it in the fourth with about, I want to say there's like three minutes left on the clock. And normally, Dallas can't even get past their own 50-yard line in this standpoint. Yet, they drove the ball down, waste, knocked out the clock, just like Tom Brady did to them in week one, and let their anger or anger kick that ball from about 50, 48, and just drilled it for the win. Uh, Big-time win for the Cowboys. Go to 1-1. One one. Uh, Chargers go 1-1. One one. I think the Texans are 1-1. One and, one. and Cleveland, I believe, is 1-1 one because one they lost to the, uh, the Chiefs last week. So a lot of teams are 1-1. One one. There's only a few teams. I think the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury is 2-0. Uh, the uh, Buccaneers are 2-0. So there's uh, Oakland. Holy shit, dude. Another... Derek Carr is phenomenal. Derek Carr, I, I like Derek Carr a lot, but the Raiders played really, really well. Um, dominated, and they got another dub, so they're 2-0. It's just been a fun season so far. Every game that I've watched has been great coming down to the wire, um, and that leads me into this next segue with the Ravens and Chiefs. Okay, Ravens and Chiefs. Lamar Jackson, freak. Bro, this man is a freak, okay? You're going to have to learn how to tackle, and you know what? The quarterback rules in the in the league that they help protect quarterbacks and stuff make it harder to tackle quarterbacks and then especially quarterbacks that have vision like Bo Jackson sprint like Randy Moss and can also throw the ball so they're in a great system they have a great running back core they have a great offensive scheme where it's just hey Lamar you read it you go they go read option triple option the RPOs I mean it's nuts what they're doing out there and the Chiefs if their defense is not up to... Their offense will always be there. They have scoring power. That's why they scored... I mean, the, the score last night was like 35-36. Like, what? That's nuts, right? So if the Chiefs' defense can pick up here a little bit, I think Clark down low, D-tackle, uh, and the Ravens didn't even have some of their starters. Like, that's what's crazy. The Ravens didn't have most of their defensive line or defensive starters that they like, and, or like four or five of them, and... They still came out on top. Their defense is what I think, one, allowed them to maintain the lead. And the defense of the Chiefs is what lost them the game. It wasn't necessarily Patrick Mahomes. He did throw an interception. He was getting tackled at the end. He tried doing a play like he always does. I thought it wasn't his smartest play. But, hey, he's done it in the past, so why question him? Um, but, dude, the game went down to the wire. And then his, I think, Edward Hilaire fumbled it to end the game. And the Ravens came out on top. And they're pumped because it was a... It was a win. Like, they needed that win, and it was good. So, um, great game. Patrick Mahomes played pretty well. Um, Funny, TikTok is out here doing these things where it's like, this man said, okay, remember this date, September 29, or September 19, 2021, Patrick Mahomes is going to tear his ACL from a cornerback blitz from Humphreys on the outside, right knee. But, interesting enough, funny thing is, my wife... And my mother-in-law, because of TikTok, decided to kind of stay up and watch the game a little bit. And Lenore's like, I'm interested. I want to see if he gets injured, see if it's real. TikTok makes people actually, like, really focus in on some shit. Like, it's, it's algorithm and, and its content right now is doing some stuff. And people need to look out for the people behind TikTok because they're going to be trying to make changes here in the future about this stuff with technology and entertainment and social network and stuff like that. So uh, it was interesting that my wife wanted to stay up and watch that game with me but we watched it came down to the wire um 
ultimately, week two was great. Um, I'm going to watch some of the highlights today over some of the other games that I wasn't able to actually watch. My Panthers came out on top, dominated. Um, I don't even know who they were playing, though. It was surprising that they beat them. I, actually, I don't know if it was because if it was the Jets, not surprising. They're trash. I think the owner just needs to retire. Like, sell the sell them and get the fuck out because you guys are not doing something right. Like, I know you have a rookie quarterback, and, like, I think I saw a stat line that said his entire career – What's his name, too? It's like Wilson, I think, or something. His entire career over in college was uh, he threw three interceptions. And yesterday in the first half, he threw three interceptions. So I don't know. They've got to figure out something here. Joe Namath was the only one that I think ever gave them anything. Um, but I'm going to watch some of those highlights today. Uh, which is good, you know, it's good stuff, it was good, good weekend, we got some games tonight, which uh, inevitably are going to be, let's see, who who we got tonight, NFL games, whoa, the Titans beat the Seahawks in overtime yesterday, see, that's what I'm talking about, like, these are the games I want to see, I thought they were whooping, man, I watched all the halftime, like, commentators talk about it, I'm never trusting you guys again, you guys are trash, um, today we have the Packers and the Lions, and we all want the Lions to win because if anybody else is NFL fans, uh, Aaron Rodgers has turned into a prima donna. Like this man, like you're at the end of your career. Like, are you mad? I don't understand it, man. Like he's he wants to get out of the Packers, but like play with what you got, and then next year get the fuck out, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Go back to State Farm, but dude. So, let's go over the scores, just so everybody can know them from yesterday. Giants and Washington, another great game. Washington wins 30-29. We're going to watch those highlights. Raiders beat the Steelers. That was the upset, kind of. I think the Steelers were projected to win that one, 26-17. 49ers beat the Eagles, 17-11. I did not care about that game whatsoever. Texans-Browns, 31-21. We talked about that one. Broncos-Jags. Broncos beat the Jags. I like Lawrence in college, and I like Lawrence in the pros. I'm just kind of a fan of his hair because I have long hair. Uh, not really a sports fan on him. Not really my vibe, but seems to be he'll be okay next year. Um, there it is. Panthers beat the Saints. That's who they beat. I was I wanted to watch that game, but I couldn't because it didn't have the coverage of it out here. So 26-7, to my Panthers dominate. Good job, Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey and the receiver out there. Uh, I just blanked on his name. 27-24, Rams beat the Colts. 35-0, Bills beat the Dolphins. They made a comeback on that one from the week one loss. They needed a big one, and the Dolphins, trash. Patriots, 25, beat the Jets, 6. I wonder how pissed off the Jets fans actually get because they lose to the Patriots without Tom Brady. Like, oh, I bet that Gary V. I'm sorry, man, but that's a bummer. You need to buy them and see if you can change it around. Bears beat the Bengals, 20-17. to So Joe Burrow did not get that win. Buccaneers, Falcons, 48-25. The GOAT did his thing. I think Gronk had a few touchdowns in there, too. Cardinals, Vikings, 34-33, another great game. Cardinals come out 2-0. Titans beat the Seahawks, 33-30. Cowboys beat the Chargers, 2017. Chiefs beat the Ravens, 36-35. And then tonight's game, Lions and Packers. So that'll be a good one to watch. I'm definitely going to watch that tonight just because it's football and it's sports. Whew, man. I got a lot of highlights to cover today and see what we got to talk about for next week as well. Um, but I really want to try to maybe hopefully do these on Monday, uh, the recaps before Monday Night Football, see what we can do about that. Um, on a lighter note about where I'm going with my, my career here, a couple options out there. I'm going to be hopefully working at a golf course. 
I'm taking, we have time now with our family to figure out what we really want to do, but we got to get a job in here because I can't not do anything. Um, and I think that's what I'm going to try to do. So today I'm going to make a few phone calls, see about the positions that are out there, have a few, you know, you got to know some people sometimes. I have a few options out there. We're going to try and see if that works out because I want to be closer to the sport that really is intriguing me the most, which is golf, Ryder Cup this weekend. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, it's it's just right now in my time of life, it's it's weird. Everything, everybody's just weird. But as a 28-year-old father and husband, I'm trying to figure out how this how I can make the world bend to me and not me bend to the world. And I think that's the position that I'm currently in right now. My wife's doing the shadow work. She's also gotten a lot of stuff coming. Uh, look out for her. If you're not following her on TikTok, follow her on TikTok because she can help you out with a lot of things that you probably didn't even know you needed help with. And those are the hard ones. Um, really shadow work, inner child, working on yourself, working on how you're, you're what we used to call inner demons, but they're actually, you know, your inner child is not your inner demon. It's you. It's just how he was raised and now you got it you when you do not under the supervision of parent parental after 18 in this country and you get kind of kicked out or do whatever you got to do inevitably you now have to become the parent of the child within yourself and that's difficult right especially if you have other things going on you might be an outside parent you might be a parent like me with an actual human being and not have to the little inner child inside yourself you're not really thinking about Um, but in order to take care of others, we must be able to take care of ourselves. And in order for us to do the long game of taking care of people for that forever, you're going to have to forever work on yourself. And I know that's a thing and it doesn't wear me out anymore. It doesn't tire me out. It's just a thing. And I now look for opportunities to grow, um, uh, and look for opportunities, kind of take the Gary V when I take an L, it hypes me up because now I know I get to learn. It's the same thing about myself and that's what I'm doing today. And, uh, I got a good support system, my wife, my daughter, my in-laws, my mama, um, and uh, my, my my best friend, Austin Sanders, and on, I wanted to end this podcast on this lighter note. Um, good news. Jerry Gonzalez, I love you, boy. I saw a post. You did wake up. You're kind of conscious. You were able to, like, mouth a few words to some people that you FaceTime. Um, just know that there's 300 tags on TikTok have been for you. I've been tagging you daily two, five, 25 times. Um, all those, I want you to stay on top of it. This podcast, I wanted to keep you updated because guess what? Your boys are playing the Cowboys. This is really why I want to do this. I want people to him and all the people that weren't able to watch it. I want you guys to be able to hear kind of the, my perspective on some stuff. And I know he'll have his perspective when he comes back, but I'm very happy that the universe, uh, allowed and God and, and whatever you believe in allowed my boy, Jerry Gonzalez to wake up, open his eyes and take a breath again on his own. And, uh, we are so thankful for that and uh just want to say jerry gonzalez i love you boy you got a spot on my podcast every single fucking day that you want to do this man let's get back to it stay positive you know grow and, and be good okay be better than you were before this you know um that's a stern best friend on you but other than that i love you so hey guys that was 20 minutes that's actually the amount of time that i needed to water the grass because i just got done mowing the grass and that's what i am doing sitting in my car so that was a great 20-minute session, a little bit of overview of week two. We got a game tonight. Don't forget the Prima Donna Packers um, with the Lions, who uh, we'll see what quarterback play they want to go with there. It's going to be interesting. Um, but hey, once again, thank you guys for listening to the Only Good Vibes podcast established 1993 with your boy Cameron Schooley. We talk about sports, anything under the sun, really. As long as you guys are entertained, I'm happy about it. Also, it's nice to just kind of do a brain dump every now and then to you guys so I don't have to do it to my wife and annoy her left and right. Love you guys. You guys stay positive out there. Only good vibes. Established 1993. Peace.